0: And we're live! Welcome to episode 4 of Lots of Pulp, where we have unfiltered conversations. We just got back from Amsterdam and the Netherlands, and now diving into a big pile of work okay. <laughs> to wrap up school. Jeez. Oh yeah. yeah. Chris, are you stressed?
1: Um. Yeah, yeah. I, I've kind of been putting it in the back of my mind. I've been procrastinating a lot with volunteering, which is kind of weird for of me um been doing it's instead of doing work i've been kind of signing up for a bunch of stuff to kind of not think about finals and stuff like that and then today I when i went fly fishing at salmon creek in, in lansing Ooh. lansing new york did you catch anything i got a little brown trout um nothing compared to this huge rainbow trout that this guy got it's like 26 inches and it was just massive. You feed your whole family just, with that. Yeah, you can feed a family for quite quite a little bit. <laughs> Two days? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When they get that big. hmm Well It's just crazy.
0: Do you prefer hunting or fishing?
1: They're they're I mean they're entirely different beasts. Like not the animal, but just well, yes, the activity the itself, right? <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> I don't know if I really prefer. I guess fishing. If you're looking for something that's low, much lower commitment. You know, hunting's like you gotta be up at a certain time. Like deer are very finicky. If you're going for deer, mm-hmm. and you just need to be in the right place. You need to be. You need to do some, uh, some background, kind of research and and look at. You know where are the spots? Where. Is there a deer trail here? Stuff like that. So there's a lot of, like, work that goes into it. But with fishing, you know, you kind of have an understanding of what you're going for, what, what lures you need to use or flies. And you can do it and talk while you do it and just take in the, take in the sights. That's so, nice. It's
0: a pretty relaxing experience, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: that's pretty... Great.
0: So we both have now found... Our jobs after graduation. Kind of. Finally. (laughs) Well, no, you have yours for the summer, which is going to be doing wind energy at GE. Can you explain a little bit more about that?
1: Well, to be honest with you, I don't really know much more than that. I haven't gotten my assignment yet. Uh All I know is that I'm working for General Electric Renewable Energy in, I suppose, wind power. I'm called technical engineering is the name of my position.
0: Seems pretty perfect for... For oh you, it's gonna be a great experience
1: yeah yeah it'll definitely be some nice nice development in that in that respect but mm-hmm. i really have no idea what i want to do like i mean that's I mean, you're, you're gonna be you, do you think you know what you're what you're doing with uh bloomberg
0: yeah i have a fairly good idea of what i'm gonna be doing over there so i'm going to be working in the new energy finance department so they're gathering massive amounts of data, processing it, and creating insights in the energy industry. So being able to track trends in of vehicles, in renewable energy development, even materials and 3D printing, for example. So I'll be taking those insights and then selling them to big firms, big financial institutions, companies like Shell, right, or uh, consulting firms that consult in the area. Cool. So I'll be in the sales area. So to to, to train, I'll be doing a lot of customer service, right, so people call and have questions about the, the new energy finance bundle. They can ask me about it, right? So it's kind of like a glorified call center for a little bit, Ooh. and create renewing is Jake from State Farm. <laughs> exactly. Hi, this is Alan from Bank of America. How can I help you? <laughs> and- that
1: reminds me of the uh, those callers that I got. I kept getting. I keep getting them. I still get them on my phone. That's but, ridiculous. You know. I wonder um, how
0: you, how can you get away with that?
1: I really don't know the regulation that goes into cold calling people through mm-hmm. advertisements all i know is that they mimic your number mm-hmm. they essentially and every you many of the listeners probably are aware of this and i'm sure you are they basically call you from numbers that have your area code mm-hmm. and are almost identical to your number except a couple there's a couple numbers that are off
0: they do like a vpn type yeah. switch where they can they can mimic yeah, different phone numbers.
1: And sometimes you can catch when they're when they're cheating mm-hmm. you because you know like you have the one before like let's say it's one eight hundred. Right. They have one, and then it's in parentheses one again. Like they messed uh, yeah. up. They they <laughs> thought like maybe the one was not automatic. Accounted for, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so you can kind of catch them that way. I mean, whenever it's an unmarked number calling you, it's almost always an advertiser, especially yeah. if it's like from your hometown. Because most and you people clearly aren't expecting text a call you. from Austin, Texas.
0: Yeah. That's very true. And I I was listening to a podcast the other day it said that there have been millions of dollars extracted from the American public through these cold callers, through these these scam artists. And most yeah. of that has been targeting old yeah, old women.
1: Well, there's different degrees of this, right? So like for me, they called me and said that my computer was my what was it like my computer IP address right, needed to be can, which doesn't make any sense computer,
0: it wasn't even an IP address it was a computer number Yeah my computer number Your computer number was flagged yeah for for some heinous activity yeah. and you needed to pay reparations or a tax or something like that no, but they they and get the, guys, the guy was clearly Indian like, yeah, yeah, he was definitely not
1: calling from an American <laughs> number, but it I am said calling that he was from New York.
0: It said it's he was like, from New York. Yeah, it said he was from
1: New York City. Oh, he said he was from New York City. Oh no, it said Chicago. Said it was, it yeah, said it was, Chicago. It
0: was Chicago. I was like, "You're calling from New York? Yes. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> you hear like other people calling in the background. <laughs> okay. Like, there's other.
1: <laughs> but no, I mean, it could be really dangerous. My my grandma got called uh, by one of these scammers, and they basically said, your grandson, James, which is my brother, is in jail. And you need to bail him out. And so we we need you to pay, like, however many thousand dollars it is to bail him out. It's
0: ridiculous. Please
1: send the money to this, <laughs> you know? Like, one of these crazy, only old people would fall for it. Right. But she she didn't fall for it because she called she my died. mom and said, is James in jail? Mm-hmm. You know? But some people don't. Some Some people freak out and get really worried and think that they... They say like don't call anyone. Like sometimes they even say the cops are coming to your house and you need to pay. You need to pay us now or else, like they're gonna arrest you. Which you know know your rights. They can't just even if they came and arrested you, you'd be able to get out of that. Like yeah. Some people just panic and they take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. That like. Fight or flight. Very yeah, like that reptilian response. Mm-hmm. So. Your amygdala
0: is just going. Ding, ding. <laughs> Old ladies are bringing <laughs> the their purses out. <laughs> <laughs> take my brooch <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah Chris we were just in the Netherlands what what were some of the biggest things that you you learned from the Netherlands or you you thought was pretty awesome that you'd want to bring back to the US
1: I mean it was just there were so many things that were different I'd say the biggest thing was the biking I mean yeah. it was so obvious like, so lovely and that that's not that's common in a lot of countries too, like in Italy
0: and I'm sure France has but like Not as much. No? Really not as much. Italy, I mean, there's Denmark, a lot of Italian cities that big for biking. Yeah. But I have never seen it more than, more than the Netherlands. Germany a little bit, but just the hills in yeah. Italy. The hills in 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 france right i and can it's, imagine it's Here in Africa, right? right? Yeah, you know, it's not good for biking but no. when it's everything's flat and drained and there's little bridges going over the canals it's just too lovely not to bike it's it's
1: almost like something out of a fairy tale like yeah amsterdam was definitely eye-opening with just how much people are willing to ride bikes if you mm-hmm. just given the right Circumstances, you know, no one mm-hmm. even wears, no one even wears helmets, right? Because I there's not a lot to. of cars. Mm-hmm. It's not very dangerous. It's not very yeah. It's just not like a very dangerous environment where even your kid can ride on the back of your bike. Like you just see these kids mm-hmm. sitting, kind of like you know, like Proper. legs crossed, <laughs> like hands on their knees, mm-hmm. kind of just like na la nah, 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 nah. like a their moms hot, just yeah. like weaving it. through traffic. <laughs> Like, ringing her bell at people, ang- like, you know, just angry at tourists for crossing the street when they're not supposed to. Because bikes have the right of way there.
0: Yeah. So. And I love oh, that they, over have cars. A, they have a separate bike lane. Yeah. For, that's totally removed. It's not just like a bike lane that's small next to the cars. Yeah. It's a totally separate it's thing. It's a road. It's a road for bikes. And then they have a road for pedestrians, the sidewalk. Yeah. So that was really cool to see. And then they have the trams going down the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And it there were basically no cars on the road when we were there, yeah i mean i can't it, it's almost like the
1: roads just were not car friendly mm. like you it was better to ride a bike
0: and what did and, you what did you notice was the result of that what What did that create in terms of the surrounding area
1: things were just more accessible and close knit
0: Mm-hmm.
1: or tightly knit like things weren't it just didn't seem it was very relaxing. I like, I yeah. across the street not thinking much of a car coming out of nowhere. Like it was just like that in, that whole anxiety mm-hmm. was not there. Like in New York City it's very stressful. Even yeah. you know and you have these crazy crosswalks with these crazy you know, you just have these lights and and it tells you when to walk and then there's a countdown and even if it gets to zero, there's people still running across and then no. after that, like just people still kind of go in and cross yeah. and it's, it's scary. Like I'm scared for other people. Right. But They're in just Amsterdam, it's... I was not worried in a single bit.
0: Yeah. It's definitely not like the U- the New York where there's these bankers just poking their head into the street, itching to get yeah, to the job yeah. that they hate a few minutes earlier. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and another thing I noticed a lot about Amsterdam is there's no big corporation kind of, Mm. Like big lots, you know. Right. Like yeah, it's all storefront. Even even the supermarkets are very. There's like a lot of them dotted, but they're homie. They're easy to navigate. Things are kind of, just. More humbling with,
0: Mm -hmm. with that. I I just liked how quaint it was. Mm -hmm. And I think with the walkability, with the bike ability. Yeah, everything. It creates. It creates a lower atmosphere. There's no space for parking garages. You notice that? There's no parking garages. There's yeah. barely any gas stations that were there. So that, man, freed, where do that freed up, get gas. freed up so much space for things like little shops, cafes, right? A lot of people on the little street freaking weed. Yeah, the coffee shops, <laughs> man. But That's why. Everyone's that was was just freaking high all the time. They're <laughs> just not <laughs> too high to drive.
1: No, it's it's <laughs> There's definitely like a a schism in the city with those who like smoke and those who are just not and they're just like there to
0: work. Right, normal of. people. Yeah, normal people, yeah. Regular standard Dutch. Yeah. You could probably look down on all these Oh yeah. T- they, t- they, tourist they hate us.
1: There's no way they I mean Yeah. I can't imagine them enjoying it's it's like constant. Like year round. Maybe not in like Mm-hmm. dead in the winter but
0: well people a lot of people come to Amsterdam especially from France just to smoke weed and sleep with prostitutes which is really too bad that it's gotten such a bad reputation in that sense Amsterdam even though it's a lovely city it's so quaint charming the canals we've, we rented a little boat and yeah. went around and had O-Kin a picnic boat. Okum what was it boat. yeah O-Kum? And it just everyone has their little boat houses, plants yeah. flourishing over the side, and yeah. birds too. I've never seen that many birds in a city that concentrated before, and yeah. the, the diversity of birds—not just yeah, pigeons. not just like shit birds. Yeah, yeah. like these—they're are... not shit birds. They're cranes. They're yeah. they're swans. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're swans. Yeah. They're, yeah, yeah. There's ducks. Yeah. The, the ducks. Like, yeah, m- you know, mallards. Tons of mallards.
1: Which in Central Park of New York, like you'd have stuff sure. like that, but yeah. yeah. It's just, it's integrated, you know? There's canals throughout the city that
0: mm-hmm. allow for that. I love the bird with the, sp- the spiky head. What was that called?
1: Oh, see, I don't know. They In France, they you're, so, 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 Alice was telling me that those are called, uh, Water called, like, chickens. They call them water chickens, yeah. But that's, she, she's but that's made just made what that they call up, them. But, but they look like, when they walk on land, they look like chick. Like, they walk just like chicken. chickens. <laughs> it's pretty pathetic, actually. <laughs> they're that weird. I, I don't know what those are called but... I like those words the best. Like they're <laughs> the, my favorite. <laughs> they're so clumsy. Yeah.
0: That's adorable. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely a high value placed on culture, placed on art, yeah, placed on accessibility. Yeah. Mm. And we should really bring that to, to the United States. I think the United States definitely has and it, it has just it's such a detached place. I mean, from the rise of the suburb where you you're in boxes throughout your entire day. You you drive, you wake up in your box, you you go into your garage to get into your box, you garage door opens up, you drive away, you get stuck in traffic forty five minutes. In a yeah. box. In the box, you go into your the parking lot You at park work, in a box. You park, you get out, you have maybe a couple minutes where you're outside walking on pavement and looking at cement to go walk into your office where you're then in a box for the rest of the day. You eat a box lunch. <laughs> you you <laughs> Damn, leave and do the exact same box-centric. thing. Drive right back into your garage. Watch some boxing maybe. Yeah.
1: You just watch... Boxing on your box TV. It's just two boxes bumping into each other. <laughs> it's a SpongeBob reference
0: there. Make oh, love yeah. to your boxy wife. that's where you that lost one. it. That's where you lost <sighs> it. You you were there. Was so you know?
1: close. It was good. I was I was you had to cut it off somehow. Yeah.
0: I guess that was a good way to do it. But everything was much rounder in, in the Netherlands and you know, you're just outside or enjoying life. Yeah, and bringing that, bringing the detaching away from the suburbs, right where you're, you're able to build smaller communities and lower high density areas. Is is really something that brings a host of benefits, right? Yeah. Increased health, better mental, better mental. Health too, where you're mm-hmm. being able to interact with people around you, you're building a community.
1: Well, it wasn't Daniel even saying? I know we were talking about how there's a there's this complex built by the George Washington Bridge, on top of a major tunnel, yeah. and so the sound actually influences the way that, like the children develop, mm-hmm. and they actually can retain less. They retain less information, and mm-hmm. they they grasp new concepts um, less easily.
0: They they learn how to read later. Yeah, because the worse. sound the sound. Mm-hmm. Just and then also is this background noise, but the, before they, you they learn coping mechanisms to block out coping the, mechanisms. yeah they're coping the cost of coping is that they're they're ignoring a lot of the sounds, so they don't they don't hear what their parents say, and the, it affects their parents too, so the parents will not pay as much attention to the kids because they 're blocking out sounds so they 'll block out their children as well damn I, I, they've done they found that and
1: well this is this is not this is not just something with humans i i 've read some Lab of Ornithology. Mm. Uh, here at Cornell, there was a there was a study that I was reading about how sounds, if you play, they were playing synthetic car noises to these birds when they were very young. And then they would have their control where they didn't. And they found that the ones that didn't were not, it was something where they weren't able to develop their song as soon. Mm. So they, it was later and they just had like developmental issues. And so it it was just this very interesting study where just having that, like the pure noise, this noise that should really is really not natural when you're young and still developing has like major impacts that are kind of like not foreseen uh, until, you know, till later or we don't even know the effects of some of these things because we're just developing faster than we can learn about Mm -hmm. the impacts. But personally, I don't, know if i'm really a fan i mean amsterdam was like amazing but i don't know if i'd really want to live in i mean you you grew up in like a city right yeah i don't like living on top of like other people kind of in like an apartment i I grew up in in suburbia i suppose yeah maybe a more downplayed version of that but i i like a little bit
0: more a little bit more spread out
1: yeah yeah so it's I like think...
0: on the border border of rural yeah it's almost suburbs. rural it's a rural yeah. suburb
1: it's a rural suburb. That's yeah. that's fair.
0: It's a hamlet, <laughs> if you will. If you will, and yeah, but I can see myself living in in a city for from twenty to thirty five, maybe you know. Yeah. And then, yeah. But if I if I have kids, I think I would want to go into a more more rural place. Right. But ideally, I'd be easily forty minutes away from. A good city, but then also have hosts of outdoor activities I could be doing. Mm-hmm. And you know, if I ever live in that area, I'd want to have definitely a couple acres and be able to grow a lot of my own food and have it be in a good climate for. Well, that's the problem, though, though right? Like, if every
1: everyone wanted that is des- had what or wants yeah. what, and gets that's why I'm going to work
0: as hard as I can
1: to get that. <laughs> But at the same time, like it's just What's impossible for everyone to sure.
0: have that, which is. But it might be possible for me, and that's. That's just how it is. That's I mean that's the way the world works, in some in some cases. You there's not enough. Of everything, for everyone. That's
1: but, why communism is flawed.
0: <laughs> maybe, but thank God that people have different tastes. Yeah. Not everyone wants to go out and have two acres, of sunny place where they can grow their own food. Mm-hmm. Some people love living in Manhattan, right? And just want that that high apartment on looking yeah. over Central Park, right? And they want their little Hamptons house. Right? Some people love living in Puerto Rico. Some people really love living in Tibet, right? That's that's a beautiful thing. Is people have different preferences and you don't need to have the same thing for everyone. Why would why would you want everything to be the same? Doesn't sound very fun.
1: Because then it's fair.
0: <laughs> Everyone is equally poor. Have you not read The Giver? No, I think I did <laughs> when I I think I put spark notes on that when I was in Are high Oh, you spark school. notes that one? I spark note basically every book I read in high school, except for The Old Man and the Sea.
1: That's by Hemingway. That's my dad's favorite book. It's, it's a fantastic story. Book. Yeah. I don't
0: know
1: Wonderful how, it's, it's like not that long, right? It's a pretty short novel.
0: Mm-hmm. You could probably pound that in a, a couple of days. Yeah, if, you, if you're interested. That's, but it's only now that I've really appreciated reading.
1: Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame that these amazing artists are the most disturbed, right? Mm-hmm. Like Ernest Hemingway was mm. a very disturbed person, and maybe World War One did not help with that. But no. there's you know Kurt Vonnegut Plath as yeah. well, and Kurt Vonnegut he mm-hmm. didn't do anything. World War to War himself, did he? That influenced his writing, but did that cause him to kill himself? He didn't. He didn't. Kill I don't himself. think he
0: kill himself, but I would say that he was probably disturbed.
1: Oh yeah, I mean he was there when, with the bombing Dresden. of Dresden, yeah. like <laughs> the fire, the carpet like firebombing. How how disturbing do you think that was?
0: That probably just deeply
1: burns you to the core. There's just some things we, you can't possibly Unseen. describe
0: or unsee, but you know. I've I've really not experienced something that level of trauma ever in my entire life.
1: Do you have some... What's the most traumatizing thing you've ever
0: experienced? I've been very lucky. Let's see. I don't... Hmm. I'm going to have to get back to you on that one, Chris. How about you? (laughs) You're
1: afraid something may slip? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Most traumatizing experience... I feel like the most traumatizing experiences are the ones that that have happened to my to me. Like right. physically, there's been you know, I don't think I've had, where I've like witnessed something really really bad. Like my I know people that have like right. my dad's witnessed, like people die, after car crack like car accidents mm-hmm. like that's pretty traumatizing. Um, but I'd say the most traumatizing thing I've experienced was. When I had to get stitches for the first time, I'd say, I mean, it's pretty mild compared to, I've never broken a bone. Like, so, but I fell and, you know, I fell on this log. I was playing, I was playing Star Wars, make believe Star Wars with the lightsabers that extend, you know, you whip them out and like, and this kid that I was playing with, he was, he's our friend's little brother. Yeah. He would always run away. It's
0: always the friend's little brother. And
1: I was fat, so it was hard for me to like, catch up. my mobility was (laughs) was limited. And so I was on this log, <laughs> and it was a little wet, I suppose. I don't know how I slipped, but I slipped, and I don't know if you... Just when you picture a log, you always picture, like, you know, a log with a, some branches, and then there's always that one little angled, like, piece jutting out, on right? On, on the On head. just somewhere on the cylinder. For sure. Which is your, your log. And I just slipped, and my left knee cap just went... I just oh. got, I just got forked. <laughs> I came He's off like I hit it and then I like I like, didn't I was like ah that really hurt I was well I was in shock swealed. right I, Well I I didn't actually because I didn't Stop know it. that I had a hole in my knee <laughs> so I was just like ah that really hurts and I just pulled up my pants like I had sweatpants cuz I didn't wear jeans cuz yeah. sweatpants were more comfy for my fat ass <laughs> and I like pulled my sweats up and there was just before I could even get to my knee there was just, like, blood going down oh. my ankle. And I was like, pisp. <laughs> and then, and then oh, and I was like, ow, ow, ow. And then they were like, oh, shit. And they took my, I, like, pulled my sweatpants up the rest of the way. And you can just, like, sorry for the one- people that have a weak stomach. But it was just, well, no, you can, like, you saw. The hole? You saw the hole. But also, like, just the flesh was just, like, all, like. I guess I saw, like, my fat yeah. in my leg, like, just on the sides, like, the subcutaneous, mm-hmm. just just this matter. And I was just like, oh, this is... And, I'm like, and I was so terrified to get stitches because my brother had gotten, like, three stitches in his hand once for right. falling. And I was just, like, terrified of the fact that, like, that they would eventually come. And just realizing the fact that, oh, shit, I'm going to have to get stitches was, you know not good and my brother didn't make it and people weren't making any better by like freaking out.
0: Right. Like, like some of these some of these
1: things, yeah, like just <laughs> it always makes you more scared. It goes right. back to like the calling, the the these scammers. They right. they, they harvest praying on fear. And so I was really scared. Your fear
0: was getting and harvested. And then I
1: start then it starts hurting when you realize that like that happened. Because it really didn't hurt at first. It was kinda like ah this that but like, the adrenaline sucks. probably Yeah, like I hit into like like you nick your toe and you're like Ow. But you don't think like your, your toe, toe broke. Some where, people actually break their pinky toes. Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, that really hurt. Just like a huge
0: mass on your foot. It's uh, like, uh So yeah, that, that definitely reminds me of my very traumatizing. Oh, so now you're going to talk. Where I was probably about five years old. It's always when we're young, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, for sure. And my dad was teaching me how to ride a bike. And oh, your cat. we lived in a very hilly area. I had my little helmet, I had my little bike. And no training wheels? No training wheels. You're screwed. Maybe yeah, I don't think I don't think I had training wheels in this one. But not in this one. Not, <laughs> not in this one. But I dad took me up to the top of a hill, and then he said, Julian, there's the brake right here on the right. And then he was like, okay, ready? Now son, Three, two, your brake is one. here. <laughs> and he and he does gives me a little. What? Down, down a, a hill. hill and it's down a, it's a pretty significant hill this is a
1: pretty bad father son experience
0: yeah I mean and I was like ah! I was just <laughs> bombing down this massive hill and and there was this there's I was going down and there was this little, little rusty pike sticking out of the ground a pike kind of like a like a post Ooh. you know for a uh, for a little fence the low ones mm. and then I was bombing down this hill and then I I just kind of fucking uh, and go onto the, the side. perfect place to break my fall. <laughs> and I forgot how to break. I just didn't. Right. Even though I mean I was a fucking stupid ass five year old. I was uh, just boom <laughs> and I oh. I go and I just uh, stab my face. Is that what that pike. is? And that's why I have this oh. little dimple right here. Oh. And my dad is just sprints down this hill. He, like, picks me up, and I'm just, like, gushing Did it blood go through out. your cheek? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Absolutely. Damn. And and I was, like, I, I didn't have any. I, I was just in shock. I was just, just <laughs> but weaving around. And my dad picks me up, and he just starts crying, crying as hard as he can. And I'm like, I don't, Dad, don't cry. It's okay.
1: Really? You comforted him? I did. While your cheek was just, like, yeah. Like well, gushing. I mean, cause
0: I didn't, I didn't really know what,
1: I couldn't see it. It was like whistling. Right, it you, was like, it was like, <laughs> st- it was, it was the one consoling your dad. Right.
0: <laughs> but it's not like you could see your right. knee, and you, you see the couldn't see I it, couldn't yeah. see it. I I don't even think I really even noticed the blood as that much. Okay. And so he, they rushed into to the hospital and then they, I, then I kind of don't remember in between, but I remember when you put down on the counter and then I remember going to and the hospital. And then they sacrificed you. And then... <laughs> <laughs> we'll make another one. <laughs> and then went to the hospital. And then they stitched me up. And now I've got this little dimple on my cheek. And you got
1: a tetanus shot, I
0: hope. Yeah, maybe.
1: Because that I was don't... a rusty
0: pike. Going it through it the might have been a wooden one. Dome, dude. I don't fully remember exactly all the details, but... It was definitely a pike on my face, uh, it could have easily hit my eye, and I could have died. Just
1: yeah, right there. yeah. God, the eyes. The a, eyes are such a
0: scare. It scares me so much. Just the putting, eyes. Putting things in people's eyes. And yeah. Objects that's, in that's eyes such and eyes. That combination is just terrible. That's such a
1: natural fear. Like everyone is so. Like it's when censored, you watch like body like horror movies, right? Little, yeah. little, right, like. Well, it's such a vulnerable part of your right. body it's like it's so <laughs> vulnerable <laughs> have you ever watched happy tree friends yes you know what I'm talking oh, about alright we won't go any further this is bad
0: we you... <laughs>
1: we're really we're really hurting people's
0: you know what it's um hurting their mentals we got, right about, we got about we got about we're at about 30 minutes right now we have a meeting coming up pretty soon so I think we should yeah, probably give it more like, yeah but, let's uh so we could wrap it up wrap it up, wrap it up. right this yeah. is it anything else you want to mention Chris uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh,
1: and no, that's it. <laughs> I mean, Easter is Easter's next weekend, right? Easter's Easter? coming. Easter's coming. And also, Game of Thrones is tonight.
0: Yes. Is that, do you have HBO?
1: I do not. I do not watch Game of Thrones. I just know that it's right. coming
0: out. I need to find myself an HBO user because I definitely want to watch it.
1: Do you know when you have a Spotify membership, you have Hulu? And when you when you pay the subscription for Spotify, uh-huh. you get Hulu. Did you know that?
0: I just found that out last night. But Hulu doesn't give you Game of Thrones do they?
1: No, I'm just that just okay. some random thought that I just felt inclined to share. Mm. Maybe I shouldn't
0: that's have. Bo- no, no, that's.
1: Are you mad totally at me? Totally
0: fine. <laughs> Furious. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw the Disney just announced their own streaming service. But,
1: yeah, I mean we knew. A- we I, I've been hearing that that was happening but mm-hmm. that's gonna suck because now you can't watch you're not gonna Marvel. be able to watch like Toy Story and stuff on on Netflix anymore mm-hmm. like you're gonna have to have Disney Plus right but it's only 7 bucks a month like Netflix is gonna be 12
0: wow so they reduce Netflix is reducing their price
1: are they I heard. It I mean I thought out. it was 15 oh well it's it's definitely above 10 and it's definitely above
0: Disney Plus and that's fair I mean it's such a good service probably should be expensive i mean considering cable standard cables like, was well, like you know 50 bucks a month yeah I and mean, people are happily paying that for just poop and advertisements well because
1: they package it with your phone and everything right it's like you get landline cable and all mm-hmm. this other stuff that you don't really even use because if you get the bundle like the bundle is cheaper than the single package right
0: and that's like seventy bucks a month for everything. Yeah, something
1: like that. And yeah, that's the thing. No one's watching. No one's really using cable. Everyone's. No one has
0: landline. No one has cable. Yeah. I mean, the future is now, old man. The
1: future is now. All right. It's I think great. I think that's a good that's a good place to wrap up.
0: All right. Um,
1: there's definitely a a much much more unstructured mm-hmm. episode, but I'm I'm I hope people hear our traumatizing stories and mm-hmm. and can maybe psychoanalyze why we are the way we are because of it
0: yeah urbanism (laughs) and trauma
1: (laughs) urbanism and trauma it's a good that's a good name it's a good name for the episode yeah we're gonna call it that beautiful all right until
0: next time pulpers
1: (laughs) peace out